0: Welcome to the Building Heroes podcast, where we learn to build heroes in our homes to help our kids be prepared for their life journeys. Hi, I'm your host, Molly Christensen, and I love to encourage and mentor you on your path. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 75 of the Building Heroes podcast. And today I'm excited to introduce you to Ashley Buffa, who is the mother of 10 kids more than me, you guys. And she is also a homeschool mom and a business owner. And I love what she does. She helps moms create order in their homes. And that's something I love too, probably because I've been so bad at it in the past. <laughs> so, Um, so Ashley, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks so
1: much for having me.
0: So I would love to have you just start off and tell your story and kind of how you got to where you are and, and even why you started
1: homeschooling and why you have 10 kids. Okay. Mm -hmm. well, That's going to be a long story. Okay. so, So, um, you, you already know this, but, um, when I was younger, I was a very sassy young lady and, um, my mother felt, even though we had, um, a weekly housekeeper come in, she felt like at some point that it would be good for her to teach her children how to do chores. And so she assigned all the different chores out and, um, I was the oldest of four and, um, she told me that she wanted me to, uh, clean the showers and she showed me how to do it. And, I told her at that point, "Mom, you know, this is not for me. I'm, I'm not, I will not be doing this. Um, you know, when I'm, when I'm older, I'm going to marry a rich man and have a live-in maid. And so I don't need to know how to do this. <laughs> and um, my mother, she, she was a woman who knew how to choose her battles. <laughs> and so <laughs> She, she let me have that one and she, okay. 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 Well you're, she still made me do it, but she was like, if that is your life's journey, who am I to stand in the way? And so, um, you know, she taught me how to do the shower. She made me do it that time, but it all kind of fizzled and I stopped doing chores. And so I ended up getting married young at the age of 19, not to a rich man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he was very young also, and we had no money. So obviously, hiring housekeeping help was out. And so as a young wife, I was trying to figure out how to keep my floors clean. Um, you know, because I had I had cast aside my mother's wisdom when I was younger and she was offering to teach me. So I, I couldn't figure it out because I would mop the floor and then I would, you know, be walking on it hours later and the bottoms of my socks would be dirty. And I just didn't understand like how this could be because I had just cleaned them so I called my mother up one night and I said mom you know I, I need for you to tell me what what is the secret my socks are so dirty I just mop my floor what am I doing wrong and she started laughing really really hard and once she could breathe enough to talk she said you should just ask your live-in mate and then she hung up the phone. <laughs> she told me later that she had literally been waiting for that moment for 10 years. And she was so happy that it had finally come. So, um, so I am not a naturally clean or organized person at all. I had to learn everything, you know, myself, I had to teach myself because of my own (laughs) sassy mouth. (laughs) Um, And so I, you know, the first, you know, probably 10 years of motherhood, I, I did what I could. It was a blur though, because I had a lot of little kids and, um, you know, I had never been taught the systems of, of homekeeping, so I was not good at it and I didn't really have enough time to try and figure it out. So, um, but then once I had some older kids, um, I, I got to a point where I was like, I'm going to figure this out no matter what I'm going to experiment until I find the way to do it. And so I did through a lot and a lot of trial and error and dedication. I did. I figured it out. I figured out an amazing system. Um, I got my kids involved because I knew that like, (laughs) despite how I behaved myself as a child, kids need to be doing chores. (laughs) There's no reason that it should fall on one person. And so, um, you know, I figured out how to do that too, because there really wasn't any, none of the methods that I tried really seemed to work for our family. So I figured out how to run the home. I figured out how to, um, get the kids involved and, you know, lived happily ever after. (laughs) Um, the homeschool journey for me, um, actually started when I was probably 15 years old. I, um, I, I went to public school. Um, I begged my parents to put me in a private Christian school because, um, My faith was really important to me as a teenager, and it was just really hard living out your faith in public school. And that was 20 years ago. And so my parents were like, no, we're not going to do that. So um, I babysat for a lot of people in high school. And one of the families actually homeschooled. They had four boys and the mom homeschooled. And I, I was the oldest of four. My youngest brother was 12 years younger than me and I babysat for a ton of different families. So I had a lot of experience seeing a lot of different families and how different children behave and, you know, what, what goes into everything. I I had a, um, a really good view of that. And this family had the best kids. Um, they were smart. They were curious. They were so respectful and sweet. And, um, you know, and this mom had her act together with her housekeeping. Like, I mean, it just, it seemed like the ideal. And so I said, when I'm a mom, that's, that's my model. That's what I want to do. I want to homeschool my kids. Um, I want to stay home with them. Um, my own mother was a, a stay at home mom. So I already um, was able to benefit from that. And I knew um, that it was a benefit because of some of the remarks that other kids would you know, tell me in school be like, oh, you're so lucky. And they, they really <laughs> opened my eyes to how it really was quite for- fortunate that my mom was at home with me. So I already knew that I wanted to be a stay at home mom, but then being in this family's home every week, um, for their date night for years, it really opened my eyes to, um, you know, the beauty of homeschooling. And so at 15, I decided that's what I'm going to do. And, you know, I'm not a person to say things lightly. So, <laughs> I made the commitment. I made sure that the guy that I married at the young age of 19 was on board with that. And, you know, that was, that was it. So for me, homeschooling has, you know, from the very beginning before I even had a baby, I knew I was going to do it. And it was one of those things too. It was a commitment that I made. Um, and fortunately it was like that for me, because I know a lot of moms get into it thinking I'm going to try to homeschool. Um, And that is really not, that's not enough of a commitment to make it work because it's so so very hard. You can't try homeschooling. You're either in or you're out. Mm -hmm. If you think you're only halfway in or you're going to test it out, you're not going to end up staying. So, um, you know, I graduated my first son last year. Um, and that was, (laughs) it felt like quite an accomplishment, but honestly, um, you know, my style of educating is, um, You know, I want to teach my children to be independent learners as quickly as possible. And by the time they're in their high school years, I'm really phased out of the whole process. (laughs) Um, And so at that point, honestly, it didn't feel as much of a, a big thing for me as for him, like, look at what you accomplished. Like you did this. You're so amazing. So that was fun. Um, my next oldest is 17. He'll be graduating next year. So basically my, my mother-in-law pointed out to me when we were doing our graduation party for my oldest son, she, she said, well, Ashley, I guess every two years now we'll be having another graduation party. (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, Whoa, like it, it really sucked me when she said that. So um, so that is me. That's the five-minute version of my story, or however long that took.
0: <laughs> no, that is awesome. And I love hearing other homeschool moms stories because we all take a different path to mm-hmm. get to where we are, but we all still have those similar patterns where there's something that clicked with us that made us feel like we wanted to homeschool. It's a call to action. And and for some of us, it comes earlier on. And for others of us, we, we fight it for years. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, too, it's never perfect on the
1: road. Oh, no. Oh, goodness, yeah. no. It sure is character building, though.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. For all of us. <laughs> yes. Yes. For everyone. And, you know, and that's funny that you say that because, you know, what, what do we want as moms more than anything? We want kids with good character, yes. you know, that that's what we want, but we, who knew that the homeschool journey was going to build good character in us too.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes it's really, you know, I, I, the different homeschool conferences I've gone to, I've heard, especially when I was a younger homeschool mom, you know, when I just had like a first grader and a preschooler, you know, and they were like, oh, you know, this journey is just about, you know, you're learning just as much as they are. And I was like, that's dumb, (laughs) 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 but it's so true. It is so true. (laughs) And yeah, I I can't remember for me. Like it really Uh is. It's the character for me, which is because if I still had the same character I had, you know, 19 years ago when I started this, Mm -hmm. what a train wreck that would be. (laughs) Right. I know. I remember feeling the same way
0: like when I just had the little kids too, because like academics were my thing, you know, and I was gonna raise this kid up to be a genius. Yes. Yeah. Little did I know he was already a genius and I didn't have to make him do it, (laughs) you know, with, with the first one, but yes, uh, it, it is definitely a journey of growth and learning and really fun. And just, you get to know your kids so much more than you would otherwise. And it's so short, the amount of time they're in home. It really, really is. Except for when you have a bunch of little kids and they're all under eight, you
1: don't see that. But yeah, feels like it's <laughs> gonna be forever. But you wake up one day and you've got a a, a man with facial hair and towering over you, and, and I mean,
0: like, what's up with that? <laughs> My baby, but, but that's but that is what we want.
1: Exactly, exactly. It's, that's the goal, right there. So. Yep.
0: Yep. So I, I love, you know, hearing your journey about how you got to the point of actually having systems in your home, because, you know, often as kids, we, we don't want to think about how much work it is to run the home. And, <laughs> and, you know, you said when you had younger kids, you said, I did what I could, but I was not taught the sy- systems of homeschooling. And I can really relate to that, too, because... My mom did not teach us the systems of homeschooling, or I keep saying homeschooling, I meant housekeeping, yes, <laughs> housekeeping. <laughs> housekeeping, sorry. Okay, um, of homeschool yeah, too. <laughs> that too, we were not taught both systems either, but, <laughs> and, 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 so really the same principle is going to apply here for housekeeping or homeschooling. Yeah, true. And, um, you know, my mom didn't teach us the systems of housekeeping or homeschooling, and she- she did try to do a lot of it herself mm-hmm. and, um, you know, she would try chore charts now and again, and they would always fizzle out and they would never work. And so when I grew up, I was like, okay, my kids are going to do chores and, and my tour systems are going to work, mm-hmm. but they didn't. Um, because I would repeat the pattern of my mother where I would make these complicated, beautiful chore systems that I couldn't sustain because I, well, for one thing, did not have the character to be consistent, which is one thing I had to learn. But at the same time, I think I overcomplicated as well. Um, so that was one gift that I wanted to be able to give my kids was, to teach them how to have good systems to keep things clean and how to have that discipline to do it. Now, quite frankly, it varies with the kid. Some kids (laughs) definitely catch on to this much sooner than others. Other kids are not going to get it no matter how hard you try Uh before you think leave your home. But I guess my hope, like like me, and I probably have a few cute, cute kids that way. But my hope is that they can look back and say, "Oh yeah, I probably should have
1: listened to my mother." <laughs> yes, there will at least be that. You know, it's the same thing that happened with my mom. Like she knew one day, yep. one day that girl is going to, you know, look back on this, and it's the same thing with our kids. You know, it's we're we're responsible for. What happens under our watch. And for me, it's all about building good habits in them and in myself. I have to do it in myself first. Yes. And I think that that's where so many moms um, get it wrong. They think that, you know, as long as they're telling their kids, well, you need to do this, that their kids are going to magically transform into someone better than themselves. And it's just not, that's not how it works. We have to be what we want our kids to model. And then sure, they can go on and eclipse us. Like, that's the goal. We all want to raise children who do better and go further than we did. But first we have to model, <laughs> we have to model proper behaviors for them. And so, you know, I, I always use when I'm talking about this, um, in my chore system and, um, in my other systems, I always talk about how I lose, I leave my shoes around all the time. Like that is a bad habit of mine. And my kids, and, but I'm not hypocritical about it. You know, I tell my kids like, Oh, mommy has to pick up her shoes again. Like, look at that. And, you know, because of that, I have a few kids who also leave their shoes around the house. And so instead of being like, Oh my gosh, what's wrong with you? How many times do I have to tell you to pick up your shoes? Instead of doing that, I'm like, Hey, let's all pick up our shoes together, (laughs) including me, you know? So it's, um, you know, maybe one day I'll end up breaking that habit and won't leave my shoes all over the house. Um, I, there's other things that I'm working on at the moment. So it's not, you know, it's not the do or die, but as long as our kids see us like, okay, let's pick up our shoes now, instead of, you know, railing at someone for doing something that we literally just did three minutes ago. Um, kids see it, right. They see it. They know,
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's such an important distinction there because when I first discovered that it was me that needed to change and me that needed to model the behavior, I was a little annoyed because I'm like, oh, come on, why can't they just do what I say? So good, you know? But it was also really empowering to know that I just needed to lead the way and model the behaviors for them. Um you know, just, just need to do it. But, but, but what I found was that as I started to model the behaviors, um, I found out what it felt like to model behaviors and that sometimes I am going to mess up and sometimes I am going to leave the shoes out. And so what it did is made me more empathetic towards them.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You know?
0: Yeah. And so, yes, that is so key though, is modeling the behaviors,
1: but it doesn't have to be perfect. No, it doesn't. And it shouldn't it never will be like yeah. nobody perfect yeah. ever so the sooner our kids learn that the better that doesn't mean we shouldn't try harder yeah. and try to be better but as long as we all know going in like no <laughs> nobody's perfect here especially not me you know but that doesn't mean i'm not going to try right. and you know do my best by you so let's let's all get better at this you know that's kind of my yep. attitude about it and you know i mean there comes times when um you know especially with 10 children where the house just all of a sudden you look around and you're like, wait, what happened here? Uh It doesn't take long when there are that many people living in the house, but you know, instead of getting really irritated and upset, it's like, okay, everybody gather around. This is what we need to do. Like, look around, (laughs) let's, let's get this back to our standard. Um, And it's more like rallying the troops and let's do this together. And we are a team. Let's get our home back to the way we want it to look. And if we all work together, it will take us 10 minutes, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's something that anybody can get behind. Whereas, you know, if mom looks around, sees the mess and then starts screaming at people and saying, why am I the only person who ever, that doesn't make anybody feel good about anything. But if you have a group 10 minute cleanup where everybody's working really hard and then it's over, everybody feels good about that. Especially at the end, like, You know, if you look at the mess and then you spend 10 concerted minutes working together as a team, even the youngest kid, even the two-year-old is going to be like, oh, that was pretty cool. Look what we just did together. It's special.
0: I love that because everybody lives here and it's not one person's job to clean it all. And I think too often that happens, especially Mm -hmm. in, well, any family's life. (laughs) You know, I think for some reason, I don't know why, but our culture has kind of just said, Oh, mom, mom gets to clean it all. There's something in the air or something. Mm -hmm. And I love that you just say, you know what? No, this is, we all live here. We all chip in to make our home be
1: clean how we want it to be and orderly. For all of us. Like Mm -hmm. we all benefit when the house is comfortable. That's what I think a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, when, when the house is tidy and it's comfortable, every single person that lives there benefits from that. There's not a single person who would choose to live in a messy home over a clean home. Right. So let's, let's make sure we all are benefiting from that and work together really quickly to get it done. And then we all have this beautiful calm space to relax and study and, eat and grow and you know, all those things. It's a huge benefit for sure.
0: And you know, this kind of goes back to modeling behavior too, because mom is setting boundaries. I've heard there, there's so many moms and myself included who go through what I call mother martyr thinking, why do I have to do everything? Why are they just sitting there? You know, and and that serves no one. It doesn't. That just puts you in victim mode, which makes you feel bad about life. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is we can choose those thoughts and we can say, I don't have to do everything myself. I can ask for help. Right. But I think often we don't because we're afraid of the kickback. Well, uh,
1: the kickback, also not wanting to put in the effort to teach someone to do it the right way. (laughs) Right.
0: Because
1: a kid is not just going to naturally know how to properly sweep a floor. Like you have to teach that and then you have to inspect it and make sure and provide accountability to make sure that it is being done. I mean, it is work. It, it you know, it's work, but it's, it's also part of our job. <laughs> like it is part of our job to teach our children the life skills that they need to one day go out and sweep their own floors. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it's just the martyrdom is really, you know, sometimes it isn't about, you know, why am I the only person that does this? It's I'm the only person who ever does this right. Right. But whose fault is that? It's not your kid's fault. I mean, it might be a little bit. You know, a lot of kids will learn if I do a shoddy job, Mom won't ask me to do it again, right? So, you know, there's some of those kids. I have a few of them that think that way. But it's also our job to make sure that that is never the payoff. (laughs) You know, in my house, if you do a shoddy job, you get called back to do it again as many times as it takes. That doesn't get you out of it. Like I, 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 my eagle eye is on you even more. If you start doing that, um, I think moms in general are looking for, you know, the least amount of conflict, but also the most, I, I, for me anyway, when I would do this, when I would find myself being a martyr, like I'm the only person that knows how to do this, right. (laughs) Like I am getting a little payoff there. I'm, I'm puffing myself up right? Mm. I'm like, well, I guess I'm just superior. So I have to do it all by myself. And like, nobody wants to be around a person like that, at least of all your kids, you know, one day when they're adults, they're going to remember that <laughs> they're going to remember, you know, what that was like. And it's not, no, you don't end up winning in the long run. By and having
0: even if you don't say it out loud, even mm-hmm. if you're just thinking it, they can feel that they can, they, they know. And, and it's almost like they
1: they'll feel that you don't trust them mm-hmm. or don't think they're capable. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's it's not a good thing. It does not serve anyone long term at all. <laughs> it's just we we really need to as moms do better than that for ourselves and for our kids.
0: Right. And, and you're right, too where you say, I'm the only one that can do it right. Because sometimes we don't want to put in the time and effort to train them. Definitely. And, you know, maybe it's going to be okay. If the floor isn't swept as perfectly as we would do it because right. they're learning. Right. And you know what, before you know it, they're going to sweep it better than you sweep it.
1: Yeah. Maybe, but yeah. <laughs> That's the goal. That's the goal. That is the goal. <laughs> the goal is To work yourself out of a job. <laughs> yep. Yep that's that.
0: I've heard a lot of other moms say that too. And I love that. So back to your family cleaning time. Mm -hmm. Um, I had heard about this concept for many, many years and, um, I always just thought oh, it's not going to work because of this or that reason, you know, a kid's going to run away and I have to go discipline them or whatever. And then after I took your course, I realized that, oh, we actually already do family work i just didn't recognize it as such i don't know why um but it, the light bulb went on i'm like yeah every time after dinner we all clean together i'm like you it's just the expectation that is set up and you're going to help because we're a family mm-hmm. um but what i didn't realize is that what i really had thought family work was is getting the morning chores done And I guess one reason why I thought I couldn't do it in the morning is because everybody's always going this way and that, and there was no set time when everybody was going to be there. And, and I realized uh, that, you know what, everybody doesn't even have to be there because we're a family, (laughs) you know? So I started doing this family work for a couple months now in the mornings and we all love it. Mm-hmm. The kids even love it because they don't have to do their own chores and they love cleaning together. Cause there is that family unity. Yeah. And I mean, I think it was probably easy for me to get them into the family work because they'd already been used to working and doing their own chores, but I wanted to do this because then they could do it in the mornings because sometimes I wasn't so good about following through on having them actually get their chores done in their morning chores in the morning. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And and I thought this way, I hold everybody accountable all at once. This is fantastic. It's a lot
1: easier that way because then you're not chasing people around. Did you do this? Did you do this? Like, Uh yeah, yes, it it streamlines everything a lot.
0: Yeah, it totally does. And so now I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to pick a time to have it regularly every day because it changes on a daily basis. You know, this kid might be, have to be in an online class. This case might be there. I finally just said, okay, every day, I'm just in the morning. I'm going to look at what the day looks like. And then I'm going to say, okay, we're going to do it at this time. And then they all know because I'm going to pick the time when most of the people are home and then they're all going to know and they all know just to come. And it's been fantastic doing our chores that way. So I was wondering with, with that, you work along with them too. Mm-hmm. in family tours too. Right. It's not like you just like
1: sitting on the couch. Okay, kids. No, no, no. <laughs> now, and I mean, sometimes what I do changes. Sometimes I'm the motivator.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: sometimes I get a, a kid with a wild hair that just <laughs> is like, I'm not doing that, you know, cause I still have young ones. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that need that attitude training. So t- sometimes I'm the motivator. Sometimes, you know, my big kids are working so fast and get their job done and they need an inspection. So I'm running around inspecting, but sometimes I'm like grabbing a rag and like, I'm doing it. Like, it depends where, where I'm needed. I'm kind of like the floater. <laughs> yes. The floater that, yeah. yes. But yeah. I mean, it's so much more motivating when mom's working right alongside yeah. you. Right. And then you can actually keep your eye and you can see, oh, he's, he needs a little bit of training there. He's not really doing that very well. Um, or you can hear when the vacuum gets clogged up, you know, our vacuum is always getting clogged up, um, you know, so if it, but if you're removed, you're like, oh, well, I'm going to go scroll through Twitter.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> not going to work. <laughs> that,
1: that's the death. That's the death of, of family chore time. So yeah, I'm always in the center of it. Um, directing. You know, my kids love it when, so like tomorrow we're having, um, 50 people over for dinner. Um, this is something we do once a month. And, um, so my kids know that tomorrow afternoon after lunch, we're, I'm going to make a big list of the things that need to be done downstairs and nobody is done until the list is done. And I have to, I have to initial (laughs) each thing. So, but um, you know, if, if, if I have, and it's all of the kids, I mean, it is a concerted effort, but like, it literally takes us less than 45 minutes to get the house, like spick and span Martha Stewart clean. Um, But if, if I'm not inspecting something, I have a rag in my hand and I'm helping, like, I want to check some stuff off too. So everybody knows that. And it's very motivating when, you know, you have a big goal, get the house company ready, you know, everybody's working together. And my older kids have started, it's really neat to see them now because they're motivating too. Like, they're like, Hey, this would be a good job for you. And, you know, come on, let's get this done. And so, I mean, they're um, because they've seen it modeled so many times by me, they help in that role. So then you have people making it even more seem more exciting. You know, it's kind of like a pep rally. You know, the more people that are cheering, the more exciting it gets. Um, so it's just a beautiful thing to see a family working together like that. And that should be the goal, really. Yeah. You know, whatever you're working towards in life as a family, why not do it with excitement and good attitudes? <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be. Torture. Yeah. It should yeah. be torture. I know. And I
0: love that so much. I mean, I went out of town last weekend, and guess what? My kids still did their family work time. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> older kids that said, Okay, we're gonna clean up now. Come on. And they rallied the troops. I'm like, this is awesome, you know? Yeah, it and, is it's
1: beautiful.
0: And then um You know, one thing I just love about that whole system is, is really, you're just setting up that expectation. The more you keep consistently doing it, the less fall apart you're going to have. And, you know, it's funny because when I first started doing it, I did have one kid that completely refused and there's always one. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, and they change from day to day, (laughs) but it was like on day three and I was like, Oh, We're refusing already. I thought we would at least have a week. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And and I just really, the thing to do is just not get sucked into that and just say, no, this is what we're doing. This is the expectation. If you choose not to do it, well, for every minute you don't come, you get double cleaning time at the end all by yourself. What a bummer. The kid came within one minute because he knew. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and and one thing you do talk about in your course is about holding your power. That's not how you phrase it, but that's how I, I took it. But it's just, it's easy to get stuck into other people's drama if we're not careful. careful. And mm-hmm. as moms, we need to just hold to that expectation. This is what we agreed to, and this is what we're going to do. And, and two, if you're presenting this to your family for the first time, it is better to get their buy-in too. Yes,
1: for sure. For sure. It definitely helps if your family already knows that you mean business yeah. <laughs> if starting, if you're starting from scratch, um, it's certainly not impossible, but you, you need to realize up front this is not going to be easy. Um, and it, it's up to me. Like, I mean, you got to take responsibility and, you know, be ready, <laughs> be ready to, to hold the line and, you know, because you're only going to see benefits from that. That's, that's what I think people don't really realize. Like they get caught up in how hard it is to be a mom who, um, be a mom of her word, basically. Um, it's hard. Like, I mean, it is even, you know, I've been doing it for 19 years and it's still hard. Like it, you know, I mean, cause it means that I have to be disciplined again. I have to You know, what I say is what I follow through on and my kids need to know that every time I say something that I really do mean it, um, you know, because there, some of, I have 10 kids there. I have quite a few of them that are just sitting there waiting for mom not to follow through. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but it, it, so yes, it is very, very hard, but it's not a hard that comes without huge benefits. You know, the benefits are boundless if we can just get past the whole, oh, well, this is hard. I wasn't parented, you know, my, my own parents didn't provide a good example. And so I don't know how to do this or, you know, well, oh, I, well, I have ADHD. So, you know, I, this is too hard for me or, you know, whatever the excuse is, anybody can come up with an excuse, but it's so important for our kids to know that they have an authority (laughs) and that that authority they can trust in that authority and that authority is not going to let them down. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of benefit to a child knowing that, because if a child doesn't feel like their parents are in charge, then the child's like, Oh, well, that must mean I need to be in charge and I don't really know how to do that either. So that's going to look a little bit tyrannical. And I mean, it just spirals, you know, but um, when a kid can trust that their parents mean what they say and say what they mean, It just, there's, there's benefits so far beyond chores getting done. You know, it's, it's a whole, it's a whole nother level of benefits, but chores are a great way, um, to bridge into that. If you've never done it before, it's a great, it's a great way to introduce that.
0: Yeah. And, and I love that too, because I think a lot of times what happens is, we get fed up with having to do everything and we decide we're gonna try a new tour system, but that's the whole problem, we're trying it. Right. We haven't, like you said with homeschooled, committed to it. You're gonna do it, no matter what. <laughs> I think that's a huge key is we have to commit to doing it. And the thing is, I think in our brains sometimes we think that when it first starts out and it's really hard, it's gonna keep being like that, but it really doesn't take that long as long no, as you're I, committed and you keep going, you know, within a few weeks, yes, it, it's going to be a lot easier. Yes. And then you keep going.
1: Yes. With it's it. like exercise and building muscle. Um, you know, at first, oh my gosh, it's so hard. And I feel so weak and I'm so sore and I don't want to do it anymore, but I'm going to keep going because I paid this trainer $3,000 and I don't want to, you know, whatever it is, but the more you do it, the easier it gets, the stronger you feel and your muscles start developing habits and memories. And so then you have muscle memories. So like when we got COVID a few weeks ago, you know, like keeping the house clean was, I mean, nobody felt we all got it. And so, you know, like keeping the house up was not even on our radars. And so when we all came out of it, you know, you look around and you're like, we like, oh my goodness. But, you know, because we have been doing this for years, everybody understands their role. We knew what we had to do to get it back. And then we just continued on it. It's not like all is lost. You know, if, if you have a week or two where life happens and it gets in the way and you're too busy to do the things that you normally do, you know, if if you're new in the journey, you might think like, If that were to happen, I would have to start from scratch. I would have to start at the very beginning again. And that is just not true. You know, you build that muscle memory. And so then you don't have to fight with your kids over, you know, how to properly sweep a floor and all of those things. It doesn't just like undo. You have that muscle memory that comes from days and days and weeks and weeks and months and months and years and years of practice. And so then it just, it snaps back. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, I love this so much and it really has blessed our family. I mean, we were doing all right before, but just making a different shift into a better system has been great. I mean, and that's the thing. I think we can always, you know, keep up leveling with whatever we do, you know, but yeah, I have loved doing this with the kids and, you know, it's actually, um, I looked up the definition of chore. And it, it's basically a routine. Um, let's see how to go. So, I'm like a routine task to keep the household going. Mm-hmm. And then the second definition was an unpleasant but necessary task. <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> you know, but it doesn't really have to be unpleasant. It, right. And when you're all doing it together and you get it done, and you have the satisfaction, you get the results you want, and that's what keeps you going is yeah, because
1: exactly. the result of the reward. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, you know, that I do love building the family unity wherever we can, because it does make it so it's not an unpleasant task. Right. And you're like, wow, guys, look at that. Our
1: house was really messy, but now 10 minutes later, look at what we did together. Yeah, we did together. Exactly. That's, that's the thing that I always love personally. Look at what we just accomplished. We are such a great family. I love the way we work together. It just it gives you an opportunity to pour praise on your kids that you wouldn't otherwise have. You know, otherwise you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe I was, you know, and it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, negative words whereas when you do this, you end up having so many opportunities to to pour positive words into your kids and into your family and it's just it's more it's a kind of a life-building culture that way. That and you wouldn't have that opportunity for those specific words otherwise. So it's a beautiful. Yeah. Thing.
0: It, is. it is beautiful. And I think everybody listening should try it out. For sure. Not try it. Do it. Oh yes. Commit, Commit to doing it. Good catch. Don't try it. Do it. Commit it. Commit to it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ashley, for taking time out of your busy day and let our listeners know where they can find you and a little bit more about your course.
1: Yeah. So you can find, um, me and all of my courses at freedommoms.com. Um, I have the tour system. I have home CEO that teaches mom what she needs really first before she's going to go on and teach her kids to do it. Um, I also have a, um, kitchen course and, a Course that teaches your kids how to cook. Um, it's kind of modeled after the first two. So it's it's wonderful to have your kids in the kitchen, like huh. cooking dinner and breakfast and all of those things. It's just as great as, as the chores, really. So um all of those can be found at freedommoms.com. I am also on YouTube. I have a lot of videos up on YouTube um, with you know different tutorials. If you want to see what it's like going grocery shopping for 10 kids, you know, all of that sort of thing. So you can find me over on YouTube as well.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate it. So Ashley's at freedommoms.com.
1: Yes. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to the Building Heroes Podcast. Can you help more people join the Building Heroes movement by sharing this podcast? More people can find it. When subscribe to the show, rate it, and leave a review. For more help on Building Heroes in your home, get the free Building Heroes resources at www.buildingheroesacademy.com.